0: Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the plan wise retire free podcast.
1: We got a really great podcast this week for you folks. We've got a special guest that we're going to uh, I'm going to relinquish my interview duties for a change and let Jude and Mike take over. So first let me say Jude, Mike, welcome in guys. How are you? having a great day for me. I'll tell you that I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. And so I'm going to cut this short and sweet and give you all the pertinent information in a little bit. But for, uh, without further ado, we've got a special guest, Tom Hegna is joining us here on the program. And so Tom, welcome in, and I'm going to let Jude take over and you guys tell us uh, what's going on today.
2: I don't know if I can do as good of a job as Mark normally does hosting, but I'm going to give it my best shot. So, with that said, I want to tell people how I had the opportunity to meet Tom. If you're unfamiliar with Tom Hegna's work, he is a leading author on the subject of retirement planning. He's written several books. Don't worry retire happy, paychecks and playchecks. And he's also had a national syndicated show on PBS. So I had the incredible opportunity of seeing Tom speak at one of the groups that Mike and I are involved in called Clarity Prosperity. It's a group of some of the top advisors in the country where we meet twice a year and have a mastermind meeting to talk about the latest topics and retirement planning strategies to best help our clients. After I heard Tom speak, I was wondering if he thought I was a mugger because I had to rush the stage because I was just that excited about the things that he said. And fortunate enough, he didn't deck me as I rushed the stage. He actually (laughs) was, was very kind to talk to me for a few minutes. And I and I asked him if he would join our podcast. So, Tom, thanks for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. So I'm gonna start off with the first question, Tom, and just can you give us a little bit about your professional background and, and how did you become the retirement income expert?
3: Yeah. So look, I'm originally from a small town in Minnesota. I went to North Dakota State University on an Army ROTC scholarship. I was commissioned in the military. I spent six years active duty, 16 and a half Army Reserve. I retired as lieutenant colonel in 2006. But a lot of that reserve duty, I was also in the insurance industry. So I started out with MetLife. I was with MetLife for eight years. I was an agent. I was a manager and I was a national marketing manager for their variable life product. Then New York Life came and talked to me. They were looking for a wholesaler and I went to work for New York Life and I started out as a as an annuity wholesaler, training people on annuities, and then I started doing a lot of public seminars. And I quickly got promoted to regional manager and then national manager and then I went up through the chain at the home office, you know, corporate vice president, assistant vice president, vice president, first vice president. I retired in 2011 as a senior executive officer from New York Life. But when I was there, I was put in charge of their retirement income push. New York Life was really the first company to really focus on retirement income versus just saving and accumulating. They focused on the distribution phase. And you know, income products are not that sexy and and everybody's used to selling mutual funds in the stock market and all this sexy stuff. And here I'm talking to people about guaranteed lifetime income, which seems very boring. But the more I dug into it, the more I read these white papers written by PhDs all over the world and economists all over the world. It's unanimous. You've got to put some guaranteed lifetime income into your retirement portfolio if you want to retire the optimal way. And that it's not my opinion. It's a mathematical, scientific, and economic fact. And so the more I started digging into this retirement phase, it's very different than the accumulation phase. So the the way that you accumulated money for retirement is not the way you're going to retire. If you think that's the way you're going to retire, you're going to be sadly disappointed. Many of those people are going to run out of money because of a risk called sequence of returns risk that most people don't even know about, but it's going to wipe out the retirements of tens of millions of baby boomers. So I'm trying to get out there to save as many of these baby boomers as possible. There's 78 million of them. I don't sell any financial products. So I have no, I don't care if they buy annuities or not, or if they buy life insurance or not or long-term care or not, but I show them why they should. And that if retirement is all about getting the most for the least, because you can't go out and do it all over again. So I show people how to get the best value, the be, how to get the most out of the retirement for the least amount of dollars. And that's what I do now. I, I'm a full-time speaker and author. And again, I sell no financial products whatsoever.
2: Well, Tom, you travel not only across the United States, but before we came on the air, we talked about the fact that you were recently in Australia. And so you talk to a lot of people. My question is, when you're talking to people either in retirement or about to retirement, what do you see as some of the common concerns people are having today?
3: I mean, people don't know where to put their money. I mean, interest rates are near zero. They can't go down the bank. I mean, remember when CDs used to pay 10%? Well, now CDs are paying 1%. Bonds are paying, you know, not much. And around the world, a third of the government bonds around the world are paying negative rates. you got to pay them to put your money there. So bonds aren't the place for it. CDs aren't the place for it. You know, the stock market scares people because it's so volatile. Where the heck are you going to put your money? And so they don't know where to put their money. They're worried about running out of money. And what tends to happen is when people are in this situation, they live what I call a just-in-case retirement. And what that means is, you know, when I was an advisor, they used to tell me, hey, when I retire, I'm going to join the country club. I'm going to buy a new boat. I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm going to see the world. I always ask these people, have you done that yet? And most of these people say, no, we haven't done that yet. And I say, well, why not? Well, because just in case, you know, interest rates are so low, the market's so volatile, Bitcoin crashed. So they're living this what I call just-in-case retirement, and they don't touch their money just in case, just in case, just in case, well, then guess what? They die. You know what happens? Money goes to their kids. You know what their kids do? it? They buy a new boat. They go on a cruise. They join the country <laughs> club. They see the world. No, this is happening all over the country. And so, I try to show people how to retire and be happy. Don't worry about it. You'll never run out of money, and you can go out and enjoy yourself and play more golf. The market crashes? Great. Go and play another 18 holes. And so, if you set your retirement up properly, it's not about the stock market. It's not about the bond market, it's not about real estate. It's really about two main things. Number one, having increasing income for the rest of your life. And number two, risk management. You have to take key retirement risks off the table. And so I show people how to have increasing income for the rest of their life, they'll never run out, and how to manage these different risks, long-term care, inflation, taxes, you know, I mean, uh, market risk, sequence of returns, risks, there's all these risks, and they've got to manage that, and if they can do that, then they can just spend all their money. And I tell them, don't leave your kids any money. Spend your money. Don't leave your kids one penny. Leave them life insurance, because you can do that for pennies on the dollar. So if they know how much they want to leave their kids, they buy a policy to go to the kids, they buy that for pennies on the dollar. And then they can spend all of their money and you know they've got to take these various risks off the table but it's a very simple and don't worry retire happy with seven simple steps and paychecks and playchecks it was four simple steps these are, this is not rocket science there's just some steps you take that will manage these risks and allow you to be happy in retirement
0: you know tom i just love those two terms paychecks and playchecks But I think our audience probably doesn't know exactly. Those both sound very interesting. I like the playchecks better myself. But, you know, explain a little bit more about, enlighten our audience a little bit about those.
3: Yeah. So the paycheck, that's what you need to cover your basic living expenses. It's got to cover your housing, your food, your clothing, your internet, your cell phone, any of your normal retirement expenses. I call that the paycheck. And that should be covered with guaranteed income. So that is not where stocks fit. That is not where bonds fit. That is not where real estate fits. That is not where Bitcoin fits. Okay. That's where guaranteed lifetime income fits to at least cover all of your essential expenses in retirement. But then, You can have playchecks, that's a travel, that's a cruise, that's a fun stuff. And they can be funded either by guaranteed income or you can put stocks there, bonds there, real estate there, Bitcoin, I don't care. You can invest that part of the portfolio for the playcheck. But it should not be for the paycheck because you don't want to have the market go down fifty or sixty percent for ten years and then you're sitting around saying, Man, I can't even can't even buy food. I can't pay the light bill. That would be a miserable retirement. And so if you can just have at least enough guaranteed income to cover basic living expenses, then you can do what you want with the other money, although I want some guaranteed playchecks as well because I like to travel anyway and I like to do fun stuff and I don't want to have that going up and down with the market either. So I will probably have much more guaranteed lifetime income than the average person, but it's because I know this stuff and I know how powerful it is and I know how it makes you happy. And now the research shows you're likely to live longer, too. So if I can increase the returns of a portfolio by adding guaranteed income, if I can be happier adding guaranteed income and if I can live longer because I got guaranteed income, why wouldn't I put guaranteed income in the portfolio?
0: I couldn't agree more.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a a drop the mic moment right there. Uh, But we still have additional questions to ask because we want our audience to get the most that we can out of the time we have together. And so with that said, you know, I find when you turn on the news today, there's a lot of talk about recession and people are getting worried. I don't know if it's media hype or not, but with that in mind, how can people either close to retirement or in retirement protect their retirement assets?
3: I publish an economic commentary every year. It's on YouTube, it's free, so people can Google Tom Hegna economic commentary. I'm an economist as well, and so I publish that. It's a video, and I explain what's happening in the world and why it's happening, and we're not going to have a recession, at least not in the short term. We will eventually, but not. When um, unemployment is down to 3.7%, we're not going to have a recession. I mean, people have money. They've got jobs. They're spending it. You go out on the freeway in downtown anywhere, and you tell me we're having a recession. You can't even move because there's so much traffic, okay? So I don't see a recession in the short term, okay? They're saying that because the bond's inverted. So there was an inverted yield where the short-term bonds were paying more than the long-term bonds, which can signal a recession, but it also can signal that the world is kind of crazy right now. And all these countries are printing money and there's negative interest rates and all kinds of people are buying our bonds because they actually get paid something, whereas they got to pay the other country. So that's a lot of that economic stuff. But what should they be doing? Well, the riskiest time to invest your money is right before or right after retirement, because if you lose money right before or right after retirement, it can devastate your whole retirement. So once you start getting close, within 5 or 10 years of retirement, you've got to start securing some guaranteed income. And this is a perfect time to do it because the market is at or near an all-time record high. It's within like 2% of a record high. So this would be a good time to take some profits. I'm not saying move all your money to guaranteed income. I've never said that. The, the math and science says you should move a portion. So I would say for the average person, that's going to be between 20 and 40% of their portfolio should go into guaranteed income. And the easiest way for them to do it is move their bonds. They don't have to move their stocks. I don't care if they, if they want to risk their money in the stock market, You know they can do it. But if they move their bonds into guaranteed income, it's going to lower the risk and increase the returns of the portfolio. And it's because the guaranteed lifetime income products, the way they function in a portfolio, they function like a triple A rated bond with a triple C rated yield with zero standard deviation. And so again, this is all math and science. The risk will go down in the portfolio. The returns will go up. I mean, I personally wouldn't have a ton of money in the market right now. I mean, I have some, right? And if you really want to be in the market, there are ways to have market participation with some guarantees, whether that's a fixed index annuity where you get some limited participation or a variable annuity, which can give you unlimited participation in the market with guarantees that if the market crashes, you don't lose all your money. And so, you know, where people want to badmouth annuities all the time, they say, oh, the fees are too high. Well, most annuities don't even have fees. They're called spread products. Variable annuities have fees and some income riders on some other products have fees, but those are optional. But the reason there are fees in products is because they have guarantees that stocks and bonds and mutual funds do not have. They can guarantee you won't lose money or that you'll guarantee that you You'll have income for the rest of your life, no matter what the market does. And so, you know, when you're in your 50s, I even started when I was in my 40s. I own now 11 11 different annuity products because I want to have my retirement guaranteed. I don't want it to go up and down with the market. And I have some money in the market, but I also have some money in variable annuities to where if the market crashes, I don't lose all that money. So I'm tired of losing money. I've lost money in the past. I'm not going to lose anymore. And I don't think most people close to retirement should be in the losing money mode. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and most people in retirement feel the same way, I think. I know you really did a great job of, of moving around that whole issue of sequence return risk, which is the idea that there may be a problem in the stock market right around the time you retire. One of the other concepts that you brought up in uh, your re- Retire Happy University was this longevity risk. And I thought that was pretty profound. And like, if you have a couple minute comments on that, it'd be great.
3: Sure. I I tell people there's a lot of risks in retirement. You know, there's market risk. Market can go down. There's sequence of returns risk where you could average 10% a year and only take out 5% a year and go dead broke. People don't understand how that works. You know, you might take out too much money. We might have inflation, might have deflation. You might need long-term care. You might die. They're going to raise your taxes someday. There's a lot of risks in retirement. But there's only one number one risk. And the number one risk in retirement is longevity risk, living a long time. And the reason that's the number one risk is because it's not just a risk it's a risk multiplier of all the other risks. See, the longer you live, the more likely the market will crash. The longer you live, the more likely you'll take up too much money. The longer you live, the more likely inflation will decimate your purchasing power. The longer you live, the more likely you're gonna need long-term care. So with the PhDs who study retirement, and they are unanimous in saying this, to retire optimally, you must take longevity risk off the table. Well, guess what? Stocks can't do that. Bonds can't do that. Real estate can't do that. Bitcoin can't do it. CDs can't do it. Okay, well, what can do it? It's per- shortlist a lifetime income annuity can do it a deferred income annuity can do it or an income or withdrawal benefit rider from a fixed fixed index or variable annuity can do it that is it what do all those products have in common one word annuity what all the research i can find from the smartest phds in the world who study retirement say you must put an annuity into that portfolio why because only an annuity can take longevity risk off the table why? Because only a life insurance company can issue an annuity. Why? Because only a life insurance company sells life insurance to be on the other side of that risk. You see, I was in Singapore five years ago, my first time. And the day before I spoke, I got interviewed by uh, Asia Insurance Review. It's a big magazine. And they said, Tom, we are very concerned about U.S. life insurance companies that are selling these guaranteed paychecks for life. And I said, really? They said, yes. See, we believe medical technology is developing so rapidly that soon people are going to to be 100, 110, 120, 130 years of age. And if these companies are guaranteeing paychecks for life, they're all going to go broke. And I just smiled and I said, well, you got it half right. You're right, they will be paying a lot of guaranteed lifetime income, but guess what? They won't be paying any death claims on all those life insurance policies they wrote. Do you understand? Because the insurance companies on both sides of the mortality and longevity risk scale, they are the only ones that can protect you from dying too soon through life insurance or living too long through lifetime income annuities. Again, this is math and science. I'm not making this stuff up. These are mathematical, scientific, and economic facts. And if there are any annuity doubters out there, I'll give you a chance to prove me wrong and you can put Ken Fisher on the line and you can have him help you and he can't prove me wrong. But here's a simple challenge. All you have to do is build a portfolio you think I cannot beat. Oh, he'll never beat this one. We're going to put all the good stocks in there. Yeah, you build that portfolio. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach into that portfolio. I'm going to remove some of your bonds. I'm going to replace them with some guaranteed lifetime income. Do you know what that will do to every single one of your portfolios? Every one of them it'll lower the risk and increase the returns. And it's all because the way those annuities function in a portfolio is like a AAA-rated bond with a triple c rated yield with zero standard deviation. So, look, I've been on PBS now in 80 million homes in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, math and science is very important to me. I sell no annuities whatsoever. If you don't want to buy them. That's your choice. But the math and science says you should have one in your portfolio. I've got 11 of them. I'll probably have 25 of them before I shut this thing down.
2: That's amazing. Uh, I, I love the way that you explain how the insurance company is on, on both sides, because I don't think many people really truly understand that. You know, it, that leads me to ask you a question because at our firm, I like to joke around and say we have a schizophrenic type of firm because we have both accumulators and people who are in distribution. So we've got 50 plus people who are still saving and getting closer to retirement, and we've got 60 plus people who are actually in retirement. With that said, one of the things I, I was wondering from your standpoint, what should individuals be doing to create a retirement plan if they're still saving for retirement? And what do they often miss? I think I know your answer, but I'm going to let you go ahead and tell us.
3: Well, I I think for young people, the key is to save as much as you can. You know, they've been told to save 10%. I'm here to tell you in this low interest rate environment, 10% saving will not get you to retirement. You've got to save 15 to 20%. And if you can save 15 to 20% of your income every year, I don't care where you put it. I mean, put it in a diversified portfolio, but it would not hurt even if you're in your 30s. What if in your 30s, you said, I'm just going to buy $1,000 a month guaranteed income when I'm 65. That would cost you very little at age 30, okay? So you buy that. And then two years later, you buy another thousand. And two years later, you buy another thousand. And two years later, you buy another thousand. And all of a sudden, by the time you're 55 or 60, you're guaranteed fifteen or $20,000 a month. Guaranteed. Plus, you can have your 401k and you can invest and do everything else that you want. But I'm just saying if people would start looking at retirement as income instead of assets, because a retirement's not about your assets. It's all about income. And I argue guaranteed lifetime income. The more guaranteed lifetime income you have, the more successful you're gonna be, the happier you're gonna be, the longer you're gonna live. That's what all the research shows. So I would even tell young people, number one, save more. Number two, it's not just about the market. Certainly if you're young, you should be in the market because you've got plenty of time to weather the ups and downs. But don't forget about guaranteed income because guaranteed income is what you're gonna really retire on someday.
0: Let me do this one, Tom, you know what trends or headlines in you know the world of retirement planning and asset protection are you following today what are, what are some of the resources that you're following
3: well i mean i i read I read a lot, I follow some key people out there. I mean, the thing about retirement is there aren't going to be a lot of changes retirement doesn't change that much what can change is taxation that can change so you want to make sure that you're thinking about taxation too just don't put all your money in IRAs and 401ks you want to be thinking about Roth IRAs and you want to be thinking about uh, maybe permanent life insurance so that you can have tax-free income in retirement you know it's it's all about diversification but tax diversification I think too many young people have all their money in pre-tax dollars well, this government is broke, okay, and we're in, and it's getting broker and broker every day, and so what's gonna happen at some point is. The number, it's all math, it's not Republican or Democrat, we need a math party, actually, somebody that can add and subtract back there. But they're gonna raise your taxes someday, so you gotta plan for that, okay? You've gotta plan to have a plan for long-term care. Most people, that's a big hole that they don't have filled. You gotta have a plan for long-term care. And it doesn't just have to be long-term care insurance. There are now life insurance policies that that come with a rider, so, you know, one policy can handle three things. It can be an emergency fund, it can be a long-term care fund, and if you don't need any of that and you die, it goes to your kids. As a death benefit. And there are even annuities that now have long term care benefits, but you've got to have a plan for long term care. I say any plan is better than no plan. The research shows one of the best things you can do for your retirement is work a couple of extra years. In fact, there's no savings you could possibly do that will do better for you than working a couple extra years. And so, you know, if they can do that, and then they got to have a financial plan and they got to work with a financial advisor, a financial advisor who understands retirement, which is very different than accumulation. They got to learn how to distribute that money. And I know that's what you guys do. And so I think those would be the keys. You know, you you've got to have some base level of guaranteed income and you got to plan for inflation. If you just get organized and follow these simple steps that I lay out in my books and, you know, there's videos on my YouTube channel as well it's not that difficult. Okay. It's very simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And so, you know, I think you can really help clients follow these simple steps so that they can be happy and retire and and play golf and travel and do all the things they want to do.
2: Wow. That was awesome. I, Tom, we can't thank you enough. I tell you, if you decide to run for president under the math (laughs) (laughs) party, (laughs) you've got my vote. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to thank you about is how you just laid it all out. You've got a number of different books and videos, and we're going to have a special offer to our listeners to thank them for listening today. And we're going to introduce those out of all your books. The last question I have out of all your books, is there any one in particular that you like the most?
3: Well, I think for your audience, either paychecks and playchecks or don't worry, retire happy. The difference is paychecks and playchecks goes a little deeper into life, annuity, long-term care and the risks in retirement. Don't worry, retire happy is broader. It covers many of the steps I talked about on this podcast. And then I'll just throw one last thing out there that's non-financial. When you retire, you still have to have a purpose in your life. The people who die young and the people who they've worked for a company for 30 years, they retire and they have no hobbies, they have no friends, and they just go, oh, what's life now? And they die because they have no purpose. So whether that's getting involved with a charity or doing mission work or you know, playing golf regularly or doing something, tennis, pickleball, being active, you know, it, you got to have a purpose in your life no matter what age you are. And as soon as you lose that purpose in your life, that's when bad things start to happen. Well said, Tom.
2: Tom, again, we want to thank you for helping us out today and and giving us such valuable information. We appreciate you sharing our time with us. We know you're traveling around the world. And for you to take some time out of your day to share with our audience, it means a lot to us. So we will let you go to help some other people. But uh, you're welcome on the show anytime. Thank you. I look forward to coming back sometime.
1: Thanks, Tom. Well, certainly that was definitely awesome to have Tom here on the program with us. And Jude, I thank you so much for uh, taking the lead and being the interviewer and doing my job for a change. It was very cool. I got to hang out and listen. And that was a lot of fun. And I certainly learned something. So subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or iHeart or Stitcher, iTunes, whatever it is that uh, platform of your choice. Appreciate you guys. And we'll, we'll talk next time soon here on the podcast, folks. The
0: preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible
3: for its content.